Back in the day when my girls were born, it was not easy to share photos and videos with loved ones, but you have a fantastic option available, the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created in 2015 and has operated in the long term to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes. Now, let me share some of the great features that make the Family Album app a go-to app. First off, the app automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and see how your child has grown. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching through folders. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. It's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document each month of your baby's life. Plus, the Family Album app has unlimited storage and it is totally free. Yes, you heard that right. No more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by ads when you're just trying to relive those heartwarming moments. So if you are still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, it is time to level up your family photo game with a free photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. Well, hello there, Dr. Nicole here. I am thrilled to share something incredible with you today. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. A few of my favorite titles are The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Get Informed Pregnancy Plus right now for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. Again, that's informedpregnancy.tv. So what happens when the umbilical cord comes out first instead of the head? Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN who's been in practice for nearly 15 years. I've had the privilege of helping over 1,000 babies into this world And I'm here to help you be calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it.
hello there. Welcome to this short episode of the podcast. Whether you are a new listener or a returning listener, I'm so glad you're spending some of your time with me today. So in today's short episode of the podcast, I am doing a little story time, a day in the life of an OBGYN. That's me. <laughs> and I'm going to share a story about umbilical cord prolapse. So here's what happened. I was walking down the hall, headed to a patient's room, and I heard at the front in the nursing station, somebody say, call Dr. Rankins now. So I run down the hall. They tell me to run into a specific room. And when I walk into the room, I see a like a seven to eight inch loop of umbilical cord hanging out of the patient's vagina. Now, this is called an umbilical cord prolapse, and it is a true obstetric emergency. So what can happen in an umbilical cord prolapse is that the cord comes down and it can get squeezed and it can pretty quickly cut off blood supply to the baby. The umbilical cord is what connects the baby to the placenta and the mom to get all the nutrients and the oxygen and all of those things. And with that prolapse, it's at a high risk of being squeezed, getting cut off, the blood supply gets cut off, the oxygen gets cut off, it can cause a lot of damage, and in extreme cases, death of a baby. Now, there are a couple of risk factors for umbilical cord prolapse. One is breach presentation, particularly footling breach presentation. Footling breach presentation is when the feet are coming first through the vagina instead of the head. So when the feet are coming first, there's a lot of space around it for the cord to kind of drop through. Whereas with if the head is there, even if a butt is there, they kind of act like a plug and the, the uh, cord can't come around that. But when the feet are there in a breech presentation, a footling breech, it does increase the possibility for an umbilical cord prolapse. The other thing that can increase the chances of an umbilical cord prolapse is polyhydramnios, which is extra amniotic fluid. And that can increase the chances because with that extra fluid, the baby has a lot of opportunity to move around. So as long as that fluid is there, the baby can flip, move in different positions, that cord can sneak down in front of the head and increase the chances of umbilical cord prolapse. Now those two things are not necessarily in our control. There is another one that is in our control that increases the chances of umbilical cord prolapse, and that is artificially breaking someone's water when the baby's head isn't well applied to the cervix. So we don't wanna break someone's water unless the head is nice and firmly snug on that cervix. And when we do break the water, then there's not a chance of the cord sneaking down in front of the head. Now, in this particular instance, she really had none of those risk factors. The head was down, had been well applied. She didn't have polyhydramnios. Her water had actually been broken for a while. So it wasn't that. In this particular instance, the nurse just went into the room to check because I, I can't, it's been a minute. I think she was trying to get the baby's heartbeat or the baby's heartbeat was on the monitor or something like that. And she pulled the covers back and there was just a giant loop of cord hanging out. So it was completely out of nowhere. So even though there are some risk factors, there are occasions when it just sort of happens out of nowhere. I've seen it one other time where someone literally walked into the hospital with the loop of cord hanging out between their legs. That baby ended up doing fine. 
Expecting parents who are looking for great nursery decor, this message is for you. As you prepare for the beautiful journey ahead, let Home Threads be your partner in creating a serene nest for your growing family. At HomeThreads.com, explore a collection designed for comfort and style during this special time. From cozy nursery essentials to soothing rocking chairs, Home Threads has everything to create the perfect home for your little one and always at the best value. If you like unique items, then you definitely need to check out Home Threads. We got a silver picture frame from Home Threads that is absolutely beautiful. It's one of those timeless classic items that will last for years to come and it fits in any space in your home. Be sure to visit homethreads.com forward slash Dr. Nicole today and receive a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. Now, what do we do when we see an umbilical cord prolapse? Well, most of the time, an umbilical cord prolapse requires a stat cesarean section. When you hear people say they had an emergency C-section, they are often talking about, I had an urgent C-section. You know, they said I needed a C-section 20, 30 minutes later, I had a C-section. No, 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 no. That ain't what I'm talking about here. That's not really a true emergency C-section. A true emergency C-section is what happens in an umbilical cord prolapse. You will immediately see multiple people come into the room. One person will hold the baby's head up. So what we try to do is someone keeps their hand in your vagina to try to elevate the baby's head off of the cord or elevate the fetal part off of the cord so the blood can flow through the cord. So somebody is, hops in the bed with you stays in the bed, keeps their hand in your vagina while you're going to the OR. We are ripping the cords out of the wall. We're running down the hall, calling everybody. This is a true emergency situation because we have to get the baby delivered quickly because again, it can cut off blood supply to the baby and the baby in the worst case could die. So in this particular instance, I checked this patient's cervix and she was eight centimeters in her cervix was very stretchy. She had had babies before, so I could stretch it back around the head. So I stretched her cervix to completely dilate it. And the baby's head was pretty low. And in this case, I actually applied a vacuum. A vacuum is a device that we can use to help facilitate delivery. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a small suction cup that is applied to the baby's head. It gives some extra oomph to while the mom still pushes. And then I asked that mama to push with everything she had. And she did in three pulls of the vacuum out came a very vigorous screaming baby boy. Now, people ask me after this happened, like what led me to do a vacuum instead of running back or for a cesarean section? Well, in this particular case, like I said, she'd had babies before, she was completely dilated and I'm doing the thought process in my head of, okay, we get back to the OR, we have to get prepared for a C-section. She would have had to go to sleep because she didn't have an epidural. We have to get all the things. That's going to take another five to six minutes to get all those things done. So it was worth it to me to try and worth it, not just to me, but to in the best interest of the patient to see if we could facilitate birth quickly at the bedside. And that's what happened. And I also believe this is like another aside. I work from a place of, I'm not one of those um, religious people. Like I don't believe in any particular religion, but I'm certainly a spiritual person. I believe in God, a higher power, things that guide us 
us and, and can lead us and show us the way in things. One of the things that I pray before I go into work every, every shift is that God uses me to care for the people that I'm privileged to take care of. And so I believe that those things, those guidance, that uh, voice to do things in a, in a specific way comes from a higher power. So that is my story about umbilical cord prolapse. Now, before we wrap up, quick reminder, if you haven't already heard, my birth plan class is now free. It is a lovely recording that you can uh, watch whenever you want to. You have access to it right after you sign up. This is a great class to take to help you make a birth plan that's actually gonna work to help you have the birth you want. Templates and forms don't cut it because those templates and forms don't actually convey whether or not your doctor and hospital support what's in that birth plan is too late to show up to the hospital with that piece of paper and think that this is gonna suffice because what if they don't actually support that then you're stuck you're in labor you can't leave the hospital at that point so really making a birth plan should be about having that discussion ahead of time so that you know well in advance and you can talk about it under calm circumstances and make changes to your approach to birth if need be based on how those discussions happen during the prenatal period. And that's what I teach you in the class, how to have those discussions during the prenatal period. So check out the birth plan class. It's drnicolerinkins.com forward slash birth plan. You will not regret it. Okay, so there you have it. Do me a favor, share this podcast with a friend sharing is caring. Also subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to me right now. I'd love to hear what you think about the show. If you like it, then please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcast or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Rankins and let me know what you think there. So that's it for this short episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth.